0: Hello, hello. Hello. Bonjour. Salut. Comment allez-vous? I am doing my Duolingo. (laughs) Welcome back to uh, Pinch of Honesty. Um, (laughs) You know, when when you have no explanation for uh, the lack of podcasting, um, that's where I'm at. So you can probably hear, I have a very loud candle burning in the background. I have a cat on my lap. So you probably hear purring, um, for all of those things. Uh, I apologize. Um, I was just listening to a super fantastic, um, mix on Spotify. I love it when Spotify figures out exactly what I need and has it as an option. It's, it's quite fantastic. So in the interim between podcasts, um, of course, loads has happened, right? Um, My daughter had her birthday party. We had a 13-child sleepover, which I will never do again. Please, pod, hold me to this. I never, ever want to do it again. It was miserable. Um, Zero sleep was had by all, um, and I was kind of at my, my wits' end. I think that, you know, four or five close friends probably makes a lot of sense. But when you get up into the teens like that, it's like, there's cliques at form and kids who want to play. It just, there was drama, right? Like too much drama. Um, so my daughter had her, had her birthday party. Um, we of course had parent teacher conference. She was sick. Then I got sick. My husband was on travel. So I was, you know, run beyond ragged. Like, you know, when you're so tired that it's like six o'clock at night and you could just fall asleep, just exhausted. Um, And today, for whatever reason, just a ton of stuff got canceled off my calendar. And so I've actually had a very, very productive day, both at home and at work um, because of, you know, meetings and things just getting canceled, which is fantastic because we are leaving on spring break soon. And I will be not podcasting and I will be sitting on a beach, reading books, probably watching the surf, maybe watercoloring, who knows? (laughs) Um, but I wanted to kind of give you some updates on a few things. So, you know, my effort to keep things, um, light and changeable and and malleable, it's been so hard. Um, I feel like you guys are here to listen to me, um, find my way on these paths. And, um, you know, I wanted to do 108 sun salutations every month, right? I did them in two months. I haven't done them for two other months. Um, I wanted to get back into doing some strength training, you know, I spent, um, and I decided I was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to strength train six days a week. Okay. So first of all, that should have been like my, my clear note to myself that like, it was problematic. (laughs) Um, that didn't happen. Right. hundred day, you know, project is going on and I was going to meditate, you know, I made it, I don't know, 20 some days in. And of course, um, it's like the furthest thing from my mind, and the strange thing is, is that in the midst of chaos, meditation is one of those things that sometimes helps, right? But moves one of the very first things to go. It was like, nope, 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 nope. Um, but what I am finding is that, you know, when I have a spare 30 minutes or a spare, even 20 minutes, I'll toss in things, right? I'll toss in yoga. I'll go for a quick walk. I'll, I'll do things. It's just that if I'm trying to make a decision, I want to do things more consistently. Um, that's definitely just crazy hard. Um In other news, um, I've been reading up a lot on stress and what stress does um, to the mind, what it does to the physical body, those types of things, right? And um, mostly because I've been invited to give a talk in at work. And what's funny is I give a lot of talks. I give a lot of technical talks. This is not a technical talk, however, Um, it's actually like a talk series called Let's Talk and um, people talk about like career growth or family life balance, those types of things. And um, I've decided, first of all, I'm going to title my talk, um, Thank You for Smoking. (laughs) Um, I had written a article for a yoga magazine um, entitled Thank You for Smoking When one day I was, you know, walking out of my building and I always see this exact same lady who's standing there and she's smoking cigarettes. And what I realized was that she, because of her addictive habit, um, takes, you know, this 10 minute break every so often throughout the day. And she probably, I mean, she's probably outside for a good hour, hour and some change a day, right? Smoking, um, which of course I'm not advocating smoking, Um, but she's taking a break. You know, she is thinking, she's letting the sun hit her face. She's, you know, taking lots of deep breaths. Now, granted, she's taking lots of deep breaths to get nicotine into her lungs, um, which of course is not beneficial. Um, but the act, the physical act of walking away from her desk and doing something, um, I honestly believe is is one of the things that we... Um, in our modern world are really missing. Right. And in particular, given the fact that we, we being the global, we, um, in general sit in offices and those types of things, I feel like it is more 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 important for us to take those types of breaks. Um, so, you know, I feel like I take a ton of breaks in that I end up kind of sprinting from meeting to meeting to meeting. And I use my time in between as my break. Um, long-term, I don't think that's A, sustainable, and B, I actually don't think it's stress-reducing. I think there's something to be said from physically making yourself leave um, a stressful situation. Now, some of the other stuff that I was reading about stress, which I found um, riveting, was um, what it physically does to the brain and then what it physically does to the body. And it led me down this path of thinking about how we see things, how we talk about things, Um, how we uh, approach the world beyond ourselves. And just as I was speaking earlier on, you know, mental health and kind of how are things on the inside? um, One of those things that I noticed, especially in the workplace is that drama begets drama and negativity begets negativity. And so I think stress begets stress, right? And so when you're in those types of uh, situations, we have a tendency to feed off of other folks who are around us who are behaving very, very similarly. Right. Um, And of course that's not healthy. Right. And when the body is stressed, when the mind is stressed, a I'm not going to, I'm not even going to list these off. Right. But you know, we're not at your peak performance. Um, you feel miserable, you're tired, uh, we have a tendency to either overeat or undereat, right? Like stress causes all of these physical things to happen. And in some cases, right, the how do I remove stress um, is simply to walk outside and have a smoke, right? It's simply to walk away from whatever it is. And when you're back in your own head and you're not around either the negativity or the craziness or whatever it is that's going on, you'll see that it's easier to calm yourself. It's easier to be centered. It's easier to listen to yourself when you're not in that moment, you know? And in particular, I was reading a number of articles actually on, um, child development, right? Because it was parent teacher conference time. And of course, um, I work myself up getting nervous that I'm going to go in and they're going to say like your child's horrible or, you know, I, I should probably not do that to myself. Right. Again, adding stress where it doesn't need to be because, I think if she were having some serious issues, the school would probably call me and talk to me about it. Um, But regardless, I picked up a book on raising empowered children that I had read years ago when she was younger. And I think it's actually much more applicable now that she's kind of preteen. And sections of it that I were reading were about how as children and even into you know adolescence and young adulthood and and to some degree even as adults right um success is measured and is a value that is kind of assigned right like you're an A or you're a B or you are you know fat or you are thin or you are you're some you're some value um and especially when you're in school and you're being compared with all these other kids it's like the top of the class the bottom of the class right like where do you sit in the middle of the class And when that is the case, um, the true importance of how are you feeling mentally gets completely lost, right? So if your kid is stressed, uh, that's not being addressed. If your kid is having um, anxieties about things, often that's not addressed, right? Um, Because what matters and what matters in education currently are the numbers, right? It's the standardized tests, it's um, the rankings for the schools, it's those types of things. And I don't care about those things. As a matter of fact, you know, as I was going through and reading all these things, I, I really, I confirmed <laughs> with my inner self that my child could have all Ds, right? Ds. She's not failing with an F, it's a D. Is that passing? I don't even know if a D is really passing. (laughs) Like a D is so like, oh, it's problematic, right? Um, She could have all Ds. But if she's mentally well, if she is happy on the inside, um, if she is not stressed to the point where she's doing bodily harm or destruction of things, I, I I think that that's a win, right? The area that we live in, has some of the best schools, which also means that it has some of the highest um, suicide rates. And that doesn't seem to phase most parents. And so recently, like within the past year, um, I have two coworkers whose children who are out of high school, right? They're in college, um, have committed suicide, right? Uh, the stat I, I asked the school, right? The stat is that before Christmas, four junior high students. Um, have tried to commit suicide. right? They did not succeed, right? but they but they there was attempted. And this tells me in no uncertain terms that the amount of pressure and stress and drive to succeed, and I'm air quoting succeed over here um is too great because I am not willing to risk my child's my child being here, right? my fit my my, my child's existence on some letter grade, right? Um, Everyone, everyone has something to contribute to society. Everyone. If you are listening to this, you are contributing to society, whether or not you're unemployed, whether you're gainfully employed, whether you are the best of the best of the best, or whether or not you feel like you're skating through life conning, Everybody has something to contribute to society. And that something is unique based off of that individual. And one of the reasons why I believe this so wholeheartedly is that I may be this flesh sack of (laughs) water and blood and bones, um, but my life's history has been led by me, right? Nobody else. I can tell my stories. People can listen and they can be empathetic. Um, You can be like, oh, she grew (laughs) up poor. You can feel for me, but you, global, you were never in my shoes and I was never in yours. And therefore, what you have to offer as this human is something unique. Nobody I don't even care if you have an identical twin can deliver what you can deliver to the people around you. Because even if you have an identical twin, right? What you experienced isn't necessarily the exact same thing as your twin. Right. Um, And in particular as folks age and they move apart or whatever. Right. Like things change. And so I'm going to, I'm going to fall back into, I honestly think that how we approach The outside world is a mindset. And if I go into tough meetings with a, this is going to be great. You know what? It's not so bad. It may suck, but it's not going to be horrible. If I go into a meeting with this sad, trodden face, and this is so horrible, or I'm so stressed, or I would rather be doing a million other things than this. The answer is it's going to be, it's going to be rough. It's going to be a rough go through, right? And I am actively approaching everything this way, with this this outward look that I'm unique, I am bringing something unique, that uniqueness is based off of who I am, right? this This quintessential bit of me that nobody else on earth has, right? is me. And that I'm going to approach it with this this love for life, this joy de vivre. I am doing my duolingo. I think I'm actually close to 365 days of, um, practicing both French and Spanish. And I have to say, by the way, the uh, difference in, you know, book or read in French and Spanish, it catches me up every time the difference in, you know, ropa Uh, anyways, (laughs) I'm trying, I'm trying my hardest. Um, anyway, so, uh, what I'm putting out there is take a break, take a break. You bring something special and that specialness needs to be ignited. It needs to be refreshed. It needs to be able to come out. And the way that it comes out, the way that you can deliver that in your day-to-day life, at your job, with your relationships, with your family, is to take a step back. You take a step back. You're not in the moment. You're not in the stress. You're not in the heat. And instead, you're inside yourself. And so if that requires you to go walk around the block if that requires you, there's a lady who's in my building who she'll take a cup of tea and she does laps. Our building kind of is like in a loop and you'll see her just with her tea, her head's down. She doesn't make eye contact. She doesn't talk to anybody. She just does like two, three laps, you know? And um, I know that there are people who think that that's odd, right? That that actively think she's being weird. And I am oh, so respectful, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, you take that time because when you come back, you're more yourself than you were when you were in the moment, the heat of the stress, the heat of of, of everything. And so when it comes to my class or my my kids' classes and my kid in school and and how things are going, you know what? I don't ask her. I don't ask her, how was the test today? I don't ask her. I ask her, how do you feel? How did you feel in school today? Because that is what's actually important. I'll ask her things like, how did that test make you feel? Not, did you get an A, did you get a B? Nope, how did the test make you feel? Right, because that's what really matters. It's more about you than it is about some number, right? Whether you're big or small or smart or dumb, it just doesn't matter. It it literally does not matter, um, because you are bringing something unique—the uniqueness of you, which I cannot, I cannot emphasize enough. I can physically see the faces of a number of listeners who I know listen to my podcast, and I'm thinking of you. You are unique. You're beautiful. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. All right. Enough of my ranting about stress and smoking. I have my um, animal spirit guidebook out. Um, I'm thinking about you. I'm, I'm thinking about you guys. And um, I'm going to send you some love. I'm going to go sit on a beach. I'm going to regroup. <laughs> I'm going to take some deep, deep breaths. I'm going to be with my family and enjoy every minute of it. And we'll probably fight at some point. We'll probably, you know, we'll probably have some bad meals and some great meals. And it's all all about the adventure. It's all about the adventure. Um, All right. And again, oh, I do have reading glasses up here. Ooh, we pulled the owl, which, of course, is an air sign. Um, Let's see if we can find it here. Do you want to know what the owl means for you guys for this week? Here we go. Abundance. Clairvoyant. Treasures. The owl is a mysterious and otherworldly creature found in folklore from east to west. The white owl in this particular deck is a companion of the goddess Lakshmi and represents wealth, beauty, and good fortune. When the owl card appears, it's an omen that a boon or treasure is on the way, either in spiritual Or material form. With owl wisdom on your side, you'll see and know exactly what to do with this boon. How it can further serve your dharma or bring abundance to the world. Trust that the wellspring of the treasure is infinite. When your owl is in balance, generous, trusting, and secure. When out of balance, money quarrels, scarcity. To bring it back into balance, an offering. So there you go. Maybe take a little break today um, and offer up a little bit of gratitude, right? So if you go to your lap or take a smoke, take a break, <laughs> think about one thing that you're just really grateful for and put it out there in the universe, you know? Maybe the next time you go to a hard meeting or do something that's super hard, beforehand you don't think to yourself all the ways that it sucks or that it's hard. Be positive, right? Think about, this going to be great. It's going to be great. And with that, um, I thank you for tuning in and I'll catch you on the flip side.